Daddy, daddy, uh, our trio is a four oh, yeah, yeah, the baby boy on, Co- on Mother's Day, on Mother's Day, yeah, Coda Lay Curran, Coda Lay Curran, congrats, man. Thank you. I probably haven't said congrats, uh, I think you, you know, did in text messages, did. yeah. I don't really say congrats, congrats, but, like, yeah, for what, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I didn't do much, no, no, nothing really. Support, you're you support, can, basically part of the support staff, so this support, support staff. staff, yeah, yeah. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Our City Coffee. Mm-hmm. Use the code BS at rcitycoffee.com and get 15% off today. Yep. You like that? Yeah. I, was, I wasn't even planning to do that, but we did it. Sounded good. Uh, if you, speaking of Coda and the rest of our kids and ladies are sitting 10 feet through a window on Outside, our porch. Yeah. <laughs> so if you hear some screaming, that's what's going on. Uh, so Timmy, last week, last week, yeah, last week, early last week, Joe Rogan announces he's going exclusive. Ex- Exclusively, yes. The Joe Rogan, let me say the Joe Rogan experience. The Joe Rogan experience is moving exclusively to Spotify. So come September, you'll be able to get his catalog of all one thousand, however many videos and and podcasts he has. You'll get on Spotify, and then come January one, he's exclusively there. Correct. He so some of the numbers, and we talked about this on on our way to get some donuts this morning. Some of the numbers By are. By the way, shout out to Sidecar in Santa Side, Monica. Why are you uh, giving them? Why? Because they're so fucking good. They didn't good. pay for they're that. They're so fucking good, though. Yeah. I mean, they're good. They're good. We go out of our way to go there. Yeah. You know, once a month at least, you know, right? Probably once a month ish. Once uh, every six you weeks. You guys more than us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But go ahead, though. Delicious. Yeah. So, uh, Joe Rogan, he, what they said, so I heard some stats on that. So he's going to make a, Forbes at 100 million. I saw some of his boys on the Brilliant Idiots podcast, Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz, said he'll make like 125, 150 up front. They think he'll make another 125, 150 on the back end. Yep. And that's with, uh, you know, uh, sales and ads, uh, bonuses, yada, yada. Yep. So, yep. 100 million plus, I think, is fairly fairly safe. To most, say. most media companies have been using the 100 million dollar figure as yeah. what that licensing deal looks like, yeah, which is only three years. It's just license, licensing. Yes. They don't own Joe Rogan. They don't own any of the content that comes out. They don't out. own the creative coming out. Yeah. Nothing. Exactly. And I like that he's, he came out and said, hey, I'm, I'm not, I don't work for Spotify. Yeah. I do my own thing. He has to. Yeah, and I'm sure in negotiation it was you're not going to have any creative control whatsoever. This is my shit. You're not censoring me. You're yeah. not pulling stuff down. Well, but, this is mine. But if they're doing the deal, they probably come in with that in their pitch. We don't want to touch anything yeah. that you're doing. Yeah, no, that you have to. You're, you're the Joe Rogan guy. He's the yeah. number one podcast in the world. You have to. Yeah. So and and here's where I, where I wanted to talk about this. Obviously, that's you know major just for content podcasts in general. <clears throat> but there's so many other places. And when you think from an athlete perspective. Very few athletes have a podcast. How many, how many current, is there any big athletes that have a podcast? Big athletes. I think, doesn't Draymond do something? I don't know if it's consistent, but I he, think he was kind of in and out of stuff, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people like that go in and out yeah. or they'll, they'll be like, you know, LeBron's networks, network of podcasts. The uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. Boys. Yep. I don't know if he's even done. I know they were doing the Jordan recap. He was yeah. a part of that recently, but he doesn't do his own thing. And right. But Richard Jefferson and, and uh, Richard Jefferson and, the, and Channing Frye. Well, this is like the traveling road, road tripping. tripping. Like I, I really enjoyed that. Really thing. good podcast. Yes, one really of the one those of guys the, are great though. They are great. Yeah. And when uh, Hawk was playing, uh, Andrew Hawkins, who's now yeah. part of Interrupted, and Joe Thomas, who's a Hall of Fame lineman, they were both playing on the Browns. They started it when they were playing. Uh, Joe was hurt, so he wasn't playing. Playing, but so there's there's been some active players. Now there's some some retired players, but. 
what I think this shows to athletes is the opportunity in the content space. It's not just, you know, Hey, some guys are doing well, getting a bunch of views. They make a few bucks on ads. Yep. It's no, this is a legitimate big time business. When you talk a hundred million dollars, the LeBrons, the Steph Curry's, those major, major stars will now see the potential that they could if, if they wanted to start a podcast, a guy like that, like LeBron starts a podcast or even, you know, people that aren't the LeBron, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Like you yep. think how massive those guys, their podcast, their content uh, plays would be. Uh, I think this changes how everyone starts to think about podcasts. Oh, definitely. Because he, even when the, uh, the ringer, <clears throat> the ringer sold to Spotify for uh, 250 mil, mm -hmm. but that's a whole library of different types of podcasts and people I think they and, have 10 to 20 different shows within which this, is right? how many different people they use right. to you know they work with I'm, I'm sure dozens on staff with the rogan podcast joe rogan experience you said there's five people that five of? people on staff is what i read yeah which i don't know if what does that include jamie his producer jamie's the only guy that i knew and that you really know of yeah, too yeah it's, you know behind the scenes guys but that could include like agent i'm sure i know there's a sales oh, guy yeah, sales guy yeah, and, yeah you know sense. those kind of things like that's yeah. five people that's yep. i mean that's how that's what's so great about podcasts you don't need anything we're sitting here we set up a camera it's my, the the uh tripod broke so it's sitting behind or it's sitting on a chair on top of pillows. <laughs> we have $20 mic stands yeah. sitting on top of a table and this Zoom recorder, which we've used for other projects that is like 250 bucks. It's not an no. expensive setup. I'll cut it up. <clears throat> Take me about 30 minutes to cut up and post on uh, Anchor, which is which will blast out to all the other podcast forums and YouTube. That's it. And that's how, if you look at Joe Rogan's early days, I mean, he was, on, he was less than what we have basically oh, it was like yeah he would take like a a bootleg microphone system oh, yeah. at a hotel yeah, yeah. and just talk to people whatever yeah even even you know joe people think joe rogan experience has been massive because he's been around for nine or ten years i think he's been doing podcasts and he was well known getting into it obviously but his podcast really blew up over the last couple years like yeah. three years is where he really took a next level i wonder if he knows. I mean, I'm sure he does know, but if sees it was, the chart. Of yeah, it, if yeah. it was like one guest he had on, or you could probably go back and look at even his YouTube series and like see yeah. where it went from like quick ten thousand views to a hundred thousand views or something. And you yeah. could just yeah I see where that started. But obviously now it's so massive, hundred ninety million downloads a year. They a said month. He, uh, yeah, a month. A month. A hundred ninety a month. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. So that's about where we're at with our pod uh, uh, ish, ish 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 yeah and they said he was making 30 million a year that's what i was thinking ahead of myself there 30 yeah. million a year so good good money but great money i mean tons of money good. yeah i mean it's but it's, but it's whatever money he'll he'll make the guaranteed 100 over the three years allegedly plus a lot more so i saw most and people most people were like this is the like if you look at Anyone in the MMA world is like, oh my God, this is like the best thing of life. Yeah. But Most he, people in podcast world, yeah. best thing of life. Yeah. I saw a handful of people who were like, he got he the raw end of it. it. Yeah. He yeah. was basically like, his media empire is a billion dollar media empire. He got shafted off a hundred million dollars. And that yeah. was the figure they were using was a hundred million. Yeah. Meaning like he makes 30 something a million a year. He loses his, uh, not control, but he loses his audience basically it, from like, they use the um, the, um, the comparison of like Howard Stern. So Howard Stern was massive in the 90s, went to Sirius, and is still a big figure, but he's not a household name like he was in the 90s. They're saying that's what basically is going to yeah. happen to him. However, this is only a three-year deal too. $100 million dollars for three years. Yeah. He could take all that library content and yank it back and do whatever the hell he wants. Three years. That's it. What And, and we talked about this on that drive to the donut shop earlier today too is what's going to happen with all these other media outlets 
Netflix, why would they not have something like Netflix this? Netflix needs you to brought have that up. Like they this. should. Apple, why is why not Apple try to go out and compete for these big big names? For Spotify, this was a huge huge uh, statement, I guess, saying like we're going for the the yeah. biggest in the game and we're going to pay what we got to pay to get them. We want they're making a huge push obviously for podcasts with the Ringer a couple months ago yeah. and this. They're becoming the top of the podcast game. I like what they're doing. They're I love like, it too. Like, it's like cutthroat. But look, think about what but, Apple, so Apple Plus or Apple TV or yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. what are they whatever they're calling it. They have like I think it's like a 4 billion dollar budget for the TV oh aspect of it. If you make like let's say one show cuz they're using like Steven Spielberg and Oprah and Jennifer Aniston they're using oh. huge names to okay. use that as promotion but instead of paying them 10 million for an entire series you know pay pay Jennifer Aniston a million dollars to create a podcast once a month or you know I don't know whatever it is it's a, it's a fraction of the cost and the content is still there and the quality is still there and it's, clearly people are listening to the podcast and that's why the the dollar figures are there you are okay with that mic setup yeah, I'm fixing it. I I just I did tighten it at a weird spot, so uh, it, was, it was starting to come off. Not good. But so so again, the 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 um I, I think the opportunity is for athletes to to understand that how big and viable this is as a, as a as a revenue source. Like we keep talking about different ways for athletes to make money, and um, branding wise is not just you know, post some stuff on Instagram, post some stuff on Twitter. It's like show who you are. That's such a huge, huge component of, of playing or being an athlete and building your brand is showing who you are. Like why yeah. should, why give us a reason to care about you. And then when you have something to sell, we'll invest in that. Mm-hmm. And I think this, this is, you know, obviously Joe Rogan's the top of the top, but there's lots of opportunity in the space right now, whether it's, uh, you know, media companies vying for this or even just a brand building play and brands, other brands wanting to be a part of your podcast. It's, it's a great time to be creating podcasts, content in general, yeah. content in general, content. but yes, podcast yeah. obviously is, is super, super massive because it is, we're sitting here, we're on a couch in my living room talking and that's mm-hmm. all, that's as simple as it is. That's like, you know, when you, do you ever listen to up and smoke? I think we talked about no, this. No, but all, I like it. Smoke, yeah. I see the, the clips of that mostly. Great, yeah. Great podcast. Uh, two former NBA guys, and they're they're real as it gets. And they Who, can talk where's about that at though? What's what's the platform? Uh, that's a Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Okay, show there you go. That's what I thought. Yeah. I don't know that Showtime does any other podcasts. Yep. But I, I really but think that's it's real. Yeah. Yeah, I really think it's it's uh you know I want to be able to be working with more people on podcasts. Like when we're creating, we're working with athletes, and this could be this could be pro athletes, this could be college athletes, this could be college coaches. Th- these are all opportunities to be able to grow grow your brand and make some damn money. It's a no brainer. Yeah. All right, Timmy, speaking of colleges and all that, I know we talked a little bit about this on our last pod is, you know, athletes being able to make money off their name, mm-hmm. image, and likeness. Uh, so, well, here's where we are right now. Uh, from the NCAA rules is there's going to be a hearing in August. I think it's August 31st about what's going to happen divisionally. So each division, division one, two, three will pitch yep. what, what, um, what they think specific logistics should be. It'll then they'll like go through that a little bit or work through it a little bit. Then October will be another pitch, and then come January twenty twenty first, twenty one. Easy for me to say. There will be uh, the rules should be getting approved and move forward. Right. So that's and and basically what the rules outline. So here's what, here's what this means for athletes. You can get paid off your name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to use team logos or uh, the big brands that your teams are associated with. So if you're a Nike school or Adidas school, right. you're not necessarily allowed to use that. And boosters can't pay you oh, well, from, I'll, right, yeah, right, I'll yeah, get okay. to that. So, I thought, well, you yeah. say two things. Well, uh, 
boosters are not allowed to, not, not that they can't yeah, pay you, yes, they, they can't can. pay you. Yeah. Uh, so you're not allowed to get paid to go to a school and you're not allowed right. to get paid on performance. That's it. Right. Those are essentially the rules. I mean, there's, I mean, that's essentially the rules. Yeah. Uh, as far as school wise, schools are not allowed to help an athlete get paid. They're mm. not allowed to even as simple as talk to an alumni who might be interested in working with athletes. They're not allowed to do that. They have to be very hands off. And I know we talked about this is where that's our opportunity to get in and help create a trusted third layer for coaches and players. So they know that in anyone and businesses, I should say, coaches, players on one side, businesses on the other side, us in the middle to make sure everything's fair and work and even. And, and that's where we've been. We've talked now to a handful of schools. We've talked to football, uh, men's basketball and uh, women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, as of tomorrow. We have a couple calls mm-hmm. with women's basketball teams. Uh, th- those will be where we start. But we again, we think it's a whole. I mean, almost every, every sport, single, yeah, every single sport. Maybe not every single sport. I mean, it, but it depends on obviously where the yeah. school is and or what the school is and who the people are. But right now, we we've seen from conversations that uh, either schools are in our, our route. So we thought from a business wise, like where do we go with this? Do we go contact athletes directly? Are we contacting 19, 20 year olds? Or are we contacting schools? We thought let's, let's go to the school. We want to build trust with them and then we can work with their players. It just makes sense or made sense to us uh, to help go in and not go to some 19 year old and let them figure that out. It's easier if we can get, get into the coaches and, and let them know what we do, what we can provide. And then bam, we're in. Right. Correct. Uh, where was I going with that? Today? No idea. So that, well, that's why we went that You're route. Giving, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like, I like to give background. So that's why we went that route as far as going through coaches. Now in the handful of schools we've talked to, I'd say almost every coach is like, yes, love it into it. And almost every coach has also been like, well, how are we able to implement this? What are we, how do I make this happen? Because I know my head coach, because we're, we're talking to mostly recruiting coordinators or director of operations, like those kind of titles who are, who are very in tune with this. And they tend to be uh, more like creative and, and younger. And they're more apt to like, all right, yeah, you're right. This, this makes sense. The reasons you just laid out, yes, we need to be doing this. It is a recruiting advantage for our class. For football people that are recruiting 2021 right now, this is a major recruiting advantage. And they understand that. But how do I take it to my head coach who doesn't understand social media. So if you talk about a social media contract with a kid, he doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. I mean, knows, no, no, doesn't have any idea of how to pitch that or help them. Or if a kid even came to them, they wouldn't know what to do with that. It's foreign. It's a foreign language to most of them. Um, so I, I think that's been the basis of where things are. They're like, yes, we're in Now help me. Or how can we pitch it up the ladder? Right. Yeah, and I, I think that you're saying, yes, they're in it. It's because of our, like we have a lot of skill sets from we both played high school, played college football. You yeah. coached. We've been in business. We've worked with athletes. We help build brand social. We've done everything. Been on the brand side. Been on the athlete every side. Every single side. We've we've worked with brands to hire. At, like we literally know every single angle. So yeah, we can come to them with a lot more experience than a lot of people. Most people yes. uh, from every single. And we literally understand every single angle because we've lived through it all. And that's why they like it yes. um, because we, there's, there's nothing that we can't cover in this space yeah. and it's the perfect fit for us. And that's why coaches are like, yeah. yes, how can we move forward type thing? Yeah. Yeah. So big, hopefully by the next time we have a podcast, we'll have somebody we're working more with. details yeah. specifics. Uh, yeah. Cause definitely. I'd love to be able to get into each scenario and like, here's what's going on. Here's, 
we can't name schools or talk about schools. Yeah. We could, I guess, but we don't want to Yeah. at this point. But I've talked to, you know, major, major schools, you know, top, top 10 type football schools, uh, top 25 basketball schools and in major conferences, schools, you know, of, of course, and, uh, and I think this is going to be a big opportunity for us to help. Like at the end of the day, we want to be advocates for the athletes yeah. because they don't know what their value is. Athletes don't understand, especially when we're talking college athletes, they don't understand their value mm-hmm. at all. Whether that's, you know, someone could come at them with a $1,500 deal and they'd be like, oh my God, $1,500, great money. But when you, when you look at them or the person, you think, oh, that person, like we would look at them, I should say, and, and see that person is like, oh, no, 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 you shouldn't do that. That if they want you to come for an appearance, you're worth $2,500. And instead of just pitching one $2,500 deal, let's pitch two or three appearances over a six month deal and then charge 6,000. Like think about the next step and make it bigger than just one appearance or one social media post or whatever the deal is for them. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we can really help be an advocate for the kids who who don't have any idea. And, and even, you know, coaches obviously aren't allowed to be a part of this, but even if coaches were able to be a part of it, and this is part of my pitch every time too, is not one single coach has ever negotiated a contract outside of football. You know, it's outside of something that has to do with their football. Mm-hmm. So whether it's their coaching contract, well, all the coaches we've talked to have only negotiated coaching contracts. When you're looking at like the Nick Sabans of the world and the Dabo Sweeney's of the world, they're probably negotiating other stuff. They're with, AT&T. Con- yeah, 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 yeah. They've done that They're stuff, doing yeah. different, but yeah. even the agents are doing that. Yep. They're not touching yep. that shit. Uh, so even if they were allowed to do that, they wouldn't understand that. So we want to go in and help. Well, they don't. They don't want to either. Then they don't want. Yeah, to. they think, want to coach football. And that's another thing. And and you hear me say it on when I, when we do the pitches. You know, I've coached. I understand. I know it's small level, division two, II, division three stuff. But I understand you don't want to be involved in any of this shit. You don't want to hear about a kid's brand. But now it's it's where it is, and you have to deal with it. Let us, uh, you know, like it'll be around. But let us take care of the hassle and the BS of it. Yep. Yeah. What else? What else, Timmy? I know I had a couple things. Hey, I got a call tomorrow. Speaking of coaches, breaking right now, I'm looking at an email. Yes. A co- okay. Uh, actually, I think that's Tuesday, but whatever. We'll get to that later. Deal. But another big school, big opportunity. And, and I think that'll be a uh, one we'll do. That's the second coach I'm talking to at that school. Okay. Um, yes. I mean, I think the, the position that we're taking is it's so different. It, it, you'd have to like just be blind not to see the opportunity of what we're providing where coaches yeah. don't have to do anything, essentially. Yeah. They don't. Athletes don't have to. We're literally just going to do everything and just show you the way. Well, athletes will have to do the work once. We well, even here, here's the guide. Here's the plan. Here's yeah, the, yeah. It, let's implement yeah. what will we do together collectively. Do, well, do but yourself. I'm saying it's not like, here, you go do some stuff, you go do some stuff, and it's all like reconvene in a month or two from no, now. No, like, we want to. Yeah. We're hand-holding through we, the whole thing. We want to be there. Hell yeah. And I, I've told this to, uh, I told this to one coach, and I said, you know, we want to work with a handful of schools. That's it. And we're not, we don't, we want to, we don't want to be working with competitors and, you know, it's Alabama, Auburn. We don't want to be working with both. It just feels weird. We haven't talked to those schools. That's why I can say them. But yeah, but you know, I want to be able to, if we go to a school, I want to be working with them so we can help them with their athletes and destroy all the other schools. Like Mm -hmm. I, I I feel that that's still competitiveness when we, you know, there's another, another, uh, company in our space right now. They're they're all over stuff too. They're they're only doing one portion of what we do, but they're in the space, mm-hmm. and I'm all over that shit. I don't, you know, like for me, we can't let that company 
do more than what we're doing. And that's why we provide more. That's why. And I think we're, we'll be way better at it once we get into some of these other schools. But I love the competitiveness of being, like, I almost feel that, like, I feel, and we're obviously not playing anything, mm-hmm. but I feel the competitiveness of like, all right, fuck that dude. Like, we're coming for you. Mm-hmm. That kind of shit. Yeah. I'm game. I'm yeah. with you, clearly. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. We've got a handful of calls over the next two days. Um, what else, Timmy? I don't think there was anything else we really, we, dis- we yeah, we talked um, about. Do we want to talk about our pitch? That's what we said. Talk about what? Uh, we brought up before. I brought up before. Do we want to e- even bring up what we're pitching? But we did. Yeah, you did. Essentially. Yeah. You know what I wanted to do talk about uh. is uh, the UFC. Remember how we talked about that in the last one? Yeah. What, what we thought the I'm buys were going to be? Yeah, but what? Did you see what they were? No, this is massive because what? it's, it's talking 700? about it is 700 million people yeah. or 700,000 people. Yeah. Which is 42 million plus people who, of dollars, dollar dollar bills <laughs> that oh. the UFC got from the pay per view buys. Yeah. That's massive. Conor McGregor's are like a million. This was a, a, a Gaethje and um, Tony, Ferguson. Tony Ferguson, who if you don't even follow a sport, you don't even know who he is, and they got 700,000 people who bought it. I think that's pretty massive. Well, what that means is that people are sitting around watching. They're stuff. starving for content. They're starving, starving for sports. For They're starving still, for live. Yeah, I still think a lot of people have not taken advantage of, of the time at home and creating content plans. You know how many people I've talked to, athletes specifically, WNBA, UFC, NFL, NBA, and and people have some have been doing a pretty good job. Most people ain't doing shit. Yeah. They're just chilling. Well, like I today, think, did you see the golf tournament today too? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it. I, I would be very interested to see what those numbers are. I feel like it's going to be... It's going to be big. It's going to be yeah. really big. So, right, it's called The Match. Right. I think it's the Capital One, The Match. Yep. It's Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Tom Brady. I don't yep. know who's on whose teams, but two... It's Phil and Tom. Okay. Yep. Which I don't know why... Why isn't there more? Hold on, I was just going to... Damn it, Timmy. I was going to talk Good, about Good, I can remember that. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I'll keep, flo- I'll keep flowing oh, so you remember then. Here's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. If, if athletes could sit and spend... 15 to 30 minutes per day to understand and work on their social media, they would make so much more money. And I know we've said stuff like that before, but think about even. So I'm thinking about this when we watch the Jordan doc, when you look at LeBron, all of these guys, while they make tons of money in their sport, make more money outside of the sport. I don't know why it's so, it's not so obvious that mm-hmm. like the outside brand building, you make more money 90 nine percent of the time i guess that's not probably not accurate but you make more money a lot of the time yeah. and if especially if you're good at it again lebron does michael jordan does i'd love to see what other big athletes in like what does tom brady make outside of the nfl i don't know he doesn't do a ton i'm sure peyton Manning well, he took he's like equity in, in under armor instead of taking a, oh that's right like this that's right three that's four right. years ago or something's a good so move. yeah but he's he's also fairly new to he's done a lot more in the last couple years yeah five yeah. years ish but there's and obviously Jordan. What did you say? Ninety million he made in his career. Earnings? He only made ninety million. And he's in his worth two point one billion. Yeah, there you That's go. Everything outside. And I, and, or okay, off the court. and it's it's easy. Like if people listen to this. Oh well, they're outliers. Like it's Michael Jordan. That's LeBron James. But if you look at numbers of people, we can look at UFC numbers. I'm sure Conor McGregor's made more. No, that's not true. Outside of the UFC, well, I was going to say. I, I, not that Mayweather fight. Yeah, take, Mayweather, that off the, take that off the table. But yeah, and yeah. He's, yeah, if you take take that out, I guarantee he has. Yeah. The John Joneses of the world who make good money, make millions of dollars to fight, I bet you he's made more money outside of the cage. Mm-hmm. You know, a, He was a Gatorade and Nike guy years ago. He was a Gatorade until he, you know. Until th- stuff had happened. Some, had some issues. <laughs> yeah. He was a Gatorade Nike guy. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, we know what it costs for him to make an appearance. Yep. A shit ton of money. So, uh, you know, it's, it's 
Why is it fuzzing? Yeah, you got a little fuzz. Fuzzing, oh. So while it seems so obvious that there's tons of money outside of your sport, and your sport is really the tool. There we go. We're going down here again. This yeah, you're my, you're having some mic mic issues, technical difficulties over here. I'm going here. We're Solo. Anyway. We're going stand up mic yeah. on it. All yeah. right. Okay. All right. So while it seems like, yep, you're good. I thought it was gonna fall off. There's. I, I wanted to say that one more time clearly. Outside brand building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making yeah, more yeah, money yeah, off yeah. off your sport contract yeah. is where you're going. Yeah, I think that's it. I mean, but that's accurate. I mean, and I think that yeah. that Joe Rogan thing reiterates the whole thing. Sure, just sure. to loop that whole thing back yeah. together. But yeah, one hundred percent. Continue to build your brand, build, get people to care, and in the back end, hopefully, you can make some more money out of your sport. Your sport. Here's what I was gonna say. Your sport is your tool. You can only play that sport for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, you break a leg, you get a car accident. Career could be over tomorrow, today. But if you're able to build more outside of that and, and start revenue streams before you do, before anything bad happens to you, you're set up for success for the long term and not just, you know, per contract. You know, some of these NBA guys and NFL guys, they live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. They ball, but they live paycheck to paycheck. And, and it shouldn't be like that. It should, you should be able to make enough money outside of your sport to not even touch that kind of yep. stuff. Anything else to add today, Timothy? Nope. All right. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.